Let's talk a little bit about Rough Greens here, our sponsor this half hour. If your dog is a picky eater or you're just looking for your dog to be healthier, um, try Rough Greens. That's it. <laughs> that's, all, that's the whole message. Yeah, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's true. But... It works for my dog. Works for Stu's dog. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to know? It's healthy. Go get it. Antioxidants. Blah, 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 blah. What are you waiting for? Your dogs like it. You like your dog. Get the stuff. I mean, it sounds like a match made in heaven, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. So go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com. What else do you it's want it's me obvious. to say? How many times do we have to tell you? Right. I mean, this is getting yes. redundant and ridiculous. Mm. You're starting to piss me off quite <laughs> a, frankly. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or ruffgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN-33. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Oh my God. It's Trump Arrangement Day. It's Trump Arrangement Day. It's Trump Arrangement Day. It's Trump Arrangement Day. I wrote the lyrics myself. Uh, it took me a while. Um, music, of course, is not original. Welcome to the program. I don't know if you've decorated your tree yet, but uh, I put handcuffs on mine. Uh, it's. Uh, kind of confusing uh, you know the kids come home from school sure they're only in the third grade but they're like handcuffs our teacher showed us handcuffs today you guys are sick oh my gosh what is that all about uh today the indictment uh and i've got a few questions we begin there in 60 seconds mark of the good driver is somebody who anticipates anything that could go wrong right you're prepared for them. That's also the mark of a good car owner. You want to be prepared in case something goes wrong with your car, especially when you consider how expensive car repairs are right now. Especially if it's a computer chip. Oh, those are made in China. Oh, that's not going to be hard to get those soon. Lock in your maintenance price right now. CarShield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers now more parts than ever before. And you're going to want them when the costly repairs uh, arrive. So count on CarShield. CarShield, dedicated to protecting you and what you drive. Get coverage like I have at carshield.com slash Beck. 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 is the phone number, 800-227-6100, or call, call, or call carshield.com slash Beck. Wow, I am. The media is very, very upset. Uh, I'd like to play just a 
just a couple of clips here where they're very sad today. Very, very sad. Here's cut one. You're right. This is a somber moment somber. Uh, for America. It is a solemn time for America. Solemn. It's really a surreal moment. It will be a solemn and somber moment. But I do think that um, it is a somber day that somber. we're seeing a former president, um, you know, criminally charged. But it's a reminder that no one's above the law. No Love one or loathe Donald Trump. It's yeah. a sad day for oh, America. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's obviously a somber moment and it's a, it's a mm. sad moment. Yeah. How would you counsel people? Uh, that we're looking at a moment that we ought not be celebrating because it's a sad moment. Eric Swalwell issued a statement calling the indictment, quote, a somber day for America. Adam Schiff, who was one of the managers who led Trump's first impeachment trial, told MSNBC's Rachel Maddow last night that the indictment marks a sad and sobering day. You called uh, Trump's indictment a solemn day uh, for our nation. As of tonight, it's a sad moment, but the president of the United States, the former president, is not above the law mm. not above the law not above the law no one is glenn this no proves one. it yes the, no one is above the law and i will say this day where we're getting this thing mm. that we've begged and pleaded for mm-hmm. for the past seven years is a sad sad, day. sad and sad you day. should believe us Right. You uh, should believe us when we tell you that. The thing we've told you is the most important thing that could ever happen and, and the thing we've been begging and pleading for on the air for seven years. That's the thing that's sad and sobering. Yeah, we're sad. Now, we do have party favors in the, in the lunchroom, but here on the broadcast floor, somber, sad, sad. And no one is above the law. Well... Well, Michael Isakoff seems to be a little above the law. Um, he has an exclusive that Trump is to be charged with 34 counts of felony. Um, now, leaking that information is a felony, but it's <laughs> well, it's, no one is again. Nobody is above the law. It I wouldn't mean, be Isakoff, though. That would be in trouble, right? It would be the person who leaked it to right, Isakoff. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think there's a special place in hell for Michael Isakoff. If you remember, mm. I mean, I think it was ironic today that it is coming from Isakoff. Do you remember in 2016 when Paul Manafort jo- uh, joined the Trump campaign? Politico reported that uh, one of our uh, embassy people, Chalupa. Do you remember Chalupa? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I often, believe me, I think about Chalupas all the time. Chalu- no, not that Chalupa. No, that this is a different. They're delicious. Chalupa. No, anyway. Um, okay, so Chalupa was working with the embassy staff in Ukraine to raise alarm bells on Paul Manafort to the Ukrainian president. She said, quote, the embassy worked directly with reporters researching Trump, Manafort and Russia to point them in the right direction. The embassy was pointing reporters in the right Mm. direction. Great. Now, uh, one of the hacked uh, DNC emails that came out released on WikiLeaks was between Chalupa and the former DNC communications director. In that email, Chalupa checks in reporting she's going to speak to the Library of Congress specifically about Manafort. She also says that she has invited journalist Michael Isakoff and that she had been working with him over the past few weeks. Now, that's weird 
because Isakov was the guy who wrote the article for Yahoo News that detailed some of the things in the Steele dossier. In fact, Christopher Steele leaked the dossier directly to Isakov. And then it was Isakov's story uh, that was used as corroborating evidence to justify a FISA warrant on Carter Page. Huh. So Isakov played kind of a crucial role in the last crime. And uh, you're saying he's well sourced. He's mm. well sourced mm-hmm. on this somber day. On this somber that is and exactly, sad, sad, sobering day. It is exactly what I'm I'm talking about, Stu. Now, no one is above the law, right? But there seems to be a problem with the federal government, you know, enforcing some of these laws. Now, I just tweeted out uh, the business-related crimes and the sex and drug crimes. Now, so far... On his laptop, on Hunter Biden's laptop, only 60 felonies have been found. Just the 60. But just the 60. Okay. Okay. And these aren't things that you have to, you know, really go snoop around for. They're, many of them, on videotape. Okay? On videotape. Now, I thought to myself, you know, the FBI is so bogged down on January 6th and other things like that. There's got to be a few local DAs Uh that would like to make a name for themselves and indict uh, the the, uh, president's son and maybe the whole family on some of these crimes. Now, it's weird. A lot of these crimes happen in the District of Columbia. They also happened in Delaware. But there's a couple in Arkansas. There is uh, one in Florida. There's got to be somebody. One in Oklahoma, I believe. There's got to be somebody in a in a district where these crimes were committed. That you just want to see justice served. On this somber, somber day. Sobering, Glenn. Sobering what you just said. It was it was somber. It was sobering. It was sad. Sad? Sad. Somber. Sobering. It's it is it's what today's all really all about. It is. Now you aren't saying that people should go after Hunter Biden as revenge, are you? Of course not. Okay. I'm saying mm-hmm. no one is above the law. No one. No, no one is above is the above law. law. No and one. if a former president isn't above the law, certainly just the, some random citizen who happens know, to be related yeah, to a president, but also it happens to be, you know, uh, escort services, number one national client. Mm. Um, but he certainly isn't above the law, right? No. Because I, I get I come back to this often when I think about the Hunter Biden thing. I feel like if I did any of the things on this list, I would definitely go to jail. If on my laptop I had saved me with a Russian hooker, mm-hmm. not in America, one that actually works for Russia, <laughs> a 
a Russian hooker, uh-huh. and I was weighing crack on my crack cocaine scale. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'd be broadcasting today? I'm going to go with a big fat no. <laughs> I would uh, say, yeah, that would be a no. Yes. Yeah. You would be. Do you out. think I would be just out of a job or do you think I might be in jail? I think you might be in jail. I think it might be in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Would I belong in jail? Yeah. yeah. If I had done that crime. Yeah. That's that's how the law works. I, I, again, I, I feel like I'm talking about a foreign country that i don't understand the customs but like my oh. understanding of how this works is if you do something illegal typically you go to jail yeah if you're caught on video doing it you definitely go to jail right that's well that was my I mean, unless understanding. you're burning a city down yeah but see i didn't think that was the way this worked i thought i honestly thought that oh. if you were to light a building oh. on fire let's say a police precinct mm-hmm. if you were to take it over yeah. And light it on fire. See what's happening here? I thought that would make you yeah. go to jail for like a really long time. I am sorry. I am sorry. I just have to introduce myself. I'm Glenn. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you look a lot like Stu. Yeah. But I think you're a Stu from another universe. Oh, did I cross they over? They pop in from mm-hmm. time to time and they'll be like, what's this country <laughs> what all about? What the hell is this crap he yeah. made? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. You're talking about my country, man. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. I know what I'm talking uh, about. And uh, My country in the other dimension is like sane and they... This one's sane. Is it? I suppose... I suppose you, you, all your children don't go to the hospital within the first eight months just to switch up their organs <laughs> oh they just really? if, like if they're born a boy they just remain a oh boy oh my gosh what a hate mongering universe that's, you're in it's a weird one now that yeah. i'm thinking about it you know <laughs> all i can think about as i come to these realizations is that it's sad it's sobering it is it is it's, uh, somber. Somber. it's somber it's somber it's all that three of those things <sighs> wow and we mean that by the way we don't, we're not, you know, we don't, when we go to commercial break, we're not celebrating and, and doing shots of fireball in between the no. breaks. No, no. We are sad and sort of sober about this situation. Now, when they said sobering, yes. that this news is sobering, mm-hmm. is that because they're drunk? Right. Yes. It's a- okay. All right. This didn't is like, know, this didn't is like know a hot cup one. of coffee. Okay. Uh, and a cold shower. It's right. sobering. It's sobering. Mm-hmm. We're okay. currently drunk after our big party last night right. celebrating this event. And now it's sobering, it's sobering it's being sobering. on the air and not we're being able to drink. We're looking at this and we're saying, what a tragedy. We've, oh, been, yes. we've been working towards mm-hmm. it. We've lied to you over and over To and try over to make again. it happen. Right. In any way, shape, or form. I mean, we... We We've dedicated our lives right. we took, to make this happen. We went the extra step of making Russian stuff up yep. with Michael Isikoff. We're fine with it. Okay, and we're totally fine with it. We wanted to sell our country down the river. In fact, we've been telling you that these uh, these protests are mostly peaceful. And they're burning cities to the ground. We and don't care. We're cool. We're happy We're cool. With it. We're mm-hmm. like, hey, that's justice, right? But today. Today. Today is oh, sobering. So sobering. So sad. So, sad. so somber. So sombering. So saddening. <laughs> and so somber. Well, we're going to try to struggle through today. Trump is going to be charged today. Uh, they're saying no handcuffs. No handcuffs. Um, you know, the mugshot probably. Um, but I want to race people. As soon as that mugshot comes out. 
uh, <laughs> we're going to race. They, Who well, they're can not. come out with the T-shirt fast enough? I think we can. Glenn. I think we can. Glenn. What? In New York State, they don't release these, so we'll probably never see it. There's no chance someone would leak it. That couldn't happen. Well, it There's, would be. They don't release be, them officially. It'd be sobering if it did. Somber. It would be something that I would look at and go, how did they? I would say sad. Would you say sad? I would say sad. I would. It's sad, a sad it's day a for sad, the whole republic. It's a sad, yeah. sombering, saddening, sad, somber day. And we're both sober. Here's our sponsor <laughs> this. Here's our sponsor this half hour. Good Ranchers. Uh, if you've been watching meat prices go up uh, over the last couple of years, um, you haven't seen nothing yet. Meat prices might go through the roof. Now, a lot of your neighbors, when this finally, you know, uh, when it finally, when the rubber meets the road, I mean, a lot of your neighbors are going to be eating zoo animals, but you don't have to be. You can actually get your meat. And still afford it because you will have locked the price of your meat in. Uh, now, if you're not had by the zombie apocalypse or, you know, um, going to the zoo with your friend who's like, I've got to eat a lion to stay alive. Uh, you're going to love it when that box comes and it's full of really great American meat. Just had uh, steak uh, on Sunday. Oh, so good. And it was from Good Ranchers. GoodRanchers.com. Lock your price in of your meat. You'll also get $20 off your uh, first box and free bacon. Free bacon. Secure price. $20 off. What else do you need? Use the promo code BECK at GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Ten sad, sobering minutes. Or seconds. Or station ID. Wow, sad. <laughs> what do you? I mean, do they actually believe we're going to think they think this is a sad moment in our history? They don't at all. They are happy about it. They're excited about it. They pushed for it for years and years and years and years. It has been their top priority, their fascination, their obsession for longer than any of us can remember. Putting this one person behind bars in some way. This is not sobering. It's not sad. It's them thinking they're getting some big victory. I don't know if it's going to work out that way, but that's what they certainly believe today. Well, I mean, you know, you've built a case uh, around uh, your chief witness, Michael Cohen, who is a uh, a felon and a convicted liar, um, who also has a lot of hatred for Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, and he's also the big new left-wing media star. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It's fascinating because, you know, I... When Michael Cohen was working for Donald Trump, uh-huh. I believed he probably committed approximately three crimes per day. <laughs> he was never at any point trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Even when he worked for Donald Trump, he well, was his but, fixer. He was the guy who said and did anything. But he's away from all that now. And now he's sober. He's now just changed allegiance uh-huh. and now is, is saying, oh, well, now Trump is uh-huh. the worst guy. Uh-huh. You should believe me now. And you know what? I haven't changed. I haven't changed what I, my analysis on, on Michael Cohen, but the media has all just flip flopped. Now he's trustworthy. Now he's honorable. Now, he, you know, it's this is what they do every single time. 
It's pathetic. And you know what, Glenn? It's somber. And sad. And sombering and sobering and sober and sad. So in American Greatness, there is a list of uh, 20 things that uh, Donald Trump did not do that I think are, you know, uh, I think are pretty good. For instance, Trump did not violate federal law, as did Hillary Clinton, by destroying federally subpoenaed emails and devices in order to hide evidence. Um, He also didn't violate any federal laws uh, by sending classified government communications uh, on his own through an unsecured homebrewed server like Hillary Clinton. Uh, Trump didn't violate federal law by hiring uh, through three paywalls a foreign national who was prohibited from working on presidential campaigns to compile a dossier to smear a presidential opponent. He, He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Hmm. Hillary did. He didn't do that. Trump didn't violate uh, federal campaign laws uh, by hiding her payments as legal services to Christopher Steele through book uh, bookkeeping deceptions. Uh, didn't, he didn't do that. Trump did not, as Bill Clinton did, use um, uh, crony to search out high paying New York jobs for, uh, um, you know, for, you know, maybe uh, testimony you know, before a special counsel. Trump didn't, as Bill Clinton did, receive $500,000 honorarium for speaking in Moscow while his wife approved the uh, longstanding and lucrative uh, uh, deal with the Kremlin for uh, North American uranium. He didn't do that. He also did not, as Barack Obama did, promise Vladimir Putin that he would be flexible on missile defense uh, if uh, during his own reelection, uh, Putin would, in return, give him some space. That's a hmm. that's a, something he didn't do. Trump did not boast publicly, as uh, Joe Biden did, that he had issued uh, U.S. foreign aid monies as leverage to have uh, the Ukrainian government fire a prosecutor who may have been looking into uh, his son and the Biden family crimes there in Ukraine. Um you know what? Another thing Trump didn't do is uh, enrich all of his family members uh, through uh, China and Ukraine and Russia, which is which is weird, which is weird. But I'm only halfway through the crimes that he didn't commit that uh, the Democrats did. But hey, hey, listen, no one's above the law. Well, I mean, except for Democrats. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, This might come as a shock to you, but your garage is not the best place to store all those old family videotapes. Yeah, yeah. Ditto on your basement. Your attic, also really bad. Or even the trunk of your car. Now, I didn't know. I didn't know these things uh, because I've got them in the basement and uh, also uh, in the garage. Memories are important both to you and your family. All film fades over time, much like memories. So it's incredibly important that you have a way to etch them into something permanent for the sake of future generations. Legacy Box is what you need. You are your family's historian. All of this stuff and what life in America was like will be lost if you don't preserve these documents on your family. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box to preserve their past. Do it now for your family. For a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape sale that is 65% off. 
never been a better time to go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. That's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. It's a sad, sober, and sombering day to subscribe to Blaze TV. So sombering? Sombering. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Well, today is the day. It's a sad and sobering and sombering kind of day. Uh, according to the media, they're very sad, sober, and uh, it's a somber day for them. Uh, as mm. we see a president of the United States be indicted on, uh, on, on local charges, but a felony, which is weird. But former President uh, Donald Trump is expected to be arraigned today on about 30 charges According to the mainstream media, we have no idea what these charges are. We have no idea how many. We have no idea. Uh, the uh, indictment remains sealed, so there's no way you could officially know any of the charges. Yeah, in theory, even Donald Trump does not currently know what the charges are. Correct. Until he goes to that room where he will hear them for the first time. That's when he learns about them. And so it's important to note that everything we know, we quote unquote know about these charges, we know from mainstream media reporting right now. Mm. So really, this could go any number of directions. Now, they've been leaking to mainstream media like crazy. So you can believe that some of it probably is accurate. All of those leaks would be felonies. But I'm sure that I'm sure Bragg will be right on top of prosecuting that. He's going to be very concerned about those leaks. We have Arthur uh, Bigglesworth uh, there at the. Uh, do, do we not? Do we have our is is Arthur ready? At all? Yeah, sure. Uh, is Arthur? Are you there? Hello. Hi, Arthur. Where can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm, I'm currently hovering above Trump Tower. You're above Trump Tower now. Looking down. Yes. With a telescope. Right. And, what and I'm trying to see if Donald Trump is currently on the carpet. Uh, and the, that's not what We're we asked you. We can get this information to you to see if he's doing number one or number okay, two. Okay. All right. We're not. Uh, Arthur, we'll call you. Uh, we'll call you when we when you when you have Trump, something. Yes. He's tickling. He's tickling. Okay. Thank you very much. He's currently tickling. Thank you. On a sad and sobering <laughs> and sobering day. All right. Thank a you. Sad, sober, uh, got, got sober it. tinkle. Okay. Thank, right thank you. Uh, that would be uh, Arthur Bigglesworth, who is uh, up in the, uh, the Mercury Chopper, apparently, today. Uh, so we have. Um, we have uh, Donald Trump going in. He will um, uh, go in and surrender himself today at some point early this morning. Uh, and then I think it's at one o'clock he's arraigned one or two o'clock Eastern time. Now, they are having a uh, a protest. Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, hosting a protest with Trump supporters at 1030, which just doesn't seem like a good idea. Uh, to me, just doesn't, you know, maybe it's just me, but uh, not it a good idea. It does seem like the type of thing that could go awry. 
perhaps people being baited into stuff yeah, and perhaps just, counter protests that yeah, i mean you know, mostly peaceful counter protesters may yes. show at this particular yeah. event and not really be mostly peaceful what yeah well yeah. i'm just uh i'm just saying i'm 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 just saying so we uh we have the indictment uh coming out and uh i'm all a tingle now this is this is kind of a, a big thing because, again, we're learning today that no one is above the law, uh, especially with uh, D.A. Bragg. Um, he is he's quite mm. an amazing. I mean, yes. OK. In Manhattan. I mean, you know, uh, felony assault, you know, is probably a little uh, above above uh, the law or major crime. That's up 22 percent in New York. Uh, you know, last year, there was a convicted sex offender who put a man in a coma and walked free. That guy, that guy above the above the law. So, but in- this is I mean, his defining characteristic is letting people off for crimes they committed. That is right. legitimately the only thing that Alvin Bragg is known. But for doesn't it this. make sense that you let people off for crimes they committed and you uh, prosecute people for crimes they didn't commit. <laughs> like, I, no, <laughs> it does not make sense. Why? It's so and we don't know if, I mean, we have no idea what these 30 felony charges are. 30. I mean. 34, right? That's what was reported to Isikoff I mean, that's today. crazy. I, I, I guess. I, I, what are they? I, Every single time it's written down in a piece of paper is a separate count type of thing. Is that what basically what we're doing here? We're going to find out oh. some of this later today. It just and right now they're just focused on so many other stupid, sad, sober things. Now, CNN uh, had Wolf Blitzer on yesterday and still uh, the hairiest guy on television. And, you know, who doesn't want to see that? America is flocking to the Wolf Blitzer extravaganza every day. Um, but uh he was on yesterday and he said, we're getting, I don't know why he always shouts, we're getting new CNN uh, polling <laughs> revealing how the American public is reacting to the former president's indictment. Okay. If I asked you now, how are you reacting, Stu, to the indictment? What would you? I, well, I haven't seen it yet, so it would be hard to react yeah. to that indictment. <laughs> I'm kind of pissed because I... I think it's probably BS, but until I see it, I can't be sure. Okay, good, Mm -hmm. good, good. We went into the field, did you, Wolf? We went into the field, and we did this new exclusive CNN poll. What a stupid sentence that is. (laughs) Uh, Conducted by SSRS just after Mm. the indictment last Thursday. Okay, so they did this poll last Thursday. (laughs) We had no information. No information. Mm -hmm. 64% 64% of Americans approve of the indictment of Donald Trump. 40% disapprove. Wait, what were those numbers again? Uh, 60%. 60-40? 40. 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, wait a minute. Hang on. I just... 60% approve of... What? <laughs> of what? We don't know. Of what? We Indicting don't... him. Get him. I mean, yeah. really. That's really what it is. Um... I mean, I guess we're no better because we're like, this is hogwash. We don't know until today. We don't know. We don't know for sure, right? I mean, my where, guess is just from mm-hmm. the uh, the long and storied and sobering 
kind of uh, uh, saga that we've gone through with Donald Trump, they always are like, this is it. Glenn, this is it. This time we're really going to get him. And then you find out, no, not so much. No. Uh-uh. So, I mean, judging from past performance, I'd say uh, this one, nope, uh-uh, not going to do it. But maybe that's just me. 94% of Democrats approve of the indictment. 94% of Democrats. You know what that is? That's uh, uh, that's Saddam Hussein uh, voting numbers. <laughs> right. That's what that is. 94%. <laughs> Remember, we used to say, there's no way that's real. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, apparently it is. 94%. Democrats, 94% approve of the indictment. That has yet to be released. 62% of independents and 21% of Republicans. Now, I just want to show you. 21% of Republicans approve. And 6% of Democrats. Wait. No, I'm sorry. 94% of Democrats. So 21% of Republicans approve of the indictment. Yeah. That's a higher number than I would have expected. Right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot higher. A lot higher. Mm -hmm. Which means we're not all in lockstep, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you should judge this on the merits. Yes. You know, and and we can't judge it on the merits until we know what it is. But but what we know so far, which... I would remind you is from mainstream media reporting, so I don't know that it's necessarily reliable, but what we know so far, it seems to be very, very thin, right? I mean, the idea that we've had multiple other people look at these same charges, all of them also hated Donald Trump, and none of them brought charges on this. Well, so we went out in the field, (laughs) and we did this new exclusive CNN poll, and uh, we further asked respondents... Whether they believe Donald Trump's payment to Stormy Daniels was illegal, unethical, not illegal, not wrong at all, or not sure. Wow. So, <laughs> so wait, we're asking the American people, what, what was it again? If it was legal, the Trump payment. Now, it should be noted that generally speaking, it's not illegal to pay somebody to keep an affair quiet. It's not illegal. Otherwise, Bill Clinton would have been rotten in prison for a very long time. Um, but this case, 37% of the American people said the payment was illegal. I'd like to, Wolf, I'd like to uh, have a follow-up question. What part of it was illegal? What made that illegal? Because uh, I get, I would guess maybe ninety nine percent would say, uh, "I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure." They have no idea what they're even talking about. So, fifty two percent of independents, fifty two percent say, uh, "Yeah, this was uh, this is political." Political seventy six percent. Of all Americans say, yeah, this was just a political uh, driven event. Only 14% say no. We have Arfur on again. Arfur uh, Bigglesworth, apparently, he is in the helicopter now. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. We are reporting on the Donald Trump arraignment, and I was asked to stop hovering outside of the window of 
Get away. I cut my helicopter off there for a second. My fault. I've been doing lots of research all day, and yes. all the implications to our country on this is over its holiday. Right, okay. What have, what have you found? Well, uh, one thing I've done is I've been looking for clues on what exactly went down. How did all of this happen? What, what was that one? Finally Legal 7. Finally Legal yeah. 7. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dual airbags. <laughs> that's a That's a... Is that an actual movie? <laughs> that Stormy Daniels is in. Oh, dual airbags. Dual airbags. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and I've also been, I've been, another real movie called Mad Cow Blonde Edition. <laughs> Arthur will uh, check in with you again on this sad and somber day. <laughs> Summer day. <laughs> Those aren't real, are they? Totally real. Uh, Mad Cow Blonde <laughs> Edition. Who the hell would agree to be in that movie? I mean, dual airbags. Maybe you could just say, "All right, that might." I get what we're going. Uh, Mad Cow. What was it's the- a disease, and they're calling you fat. <laughs> Why would you say yes to that? What was the first one? Uh, the first one was, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, finally Legal 7, which, again, she's been legal for a long time. What sort of restrictive society? What do you have, a 42-year-old age of consent? This is... Oh, my gosh. I wonder if there were any clues in those movies, though. Okay. Uh, my, my Patriot Supply... What a star she is. Um, my Patriot Supply. Here's what I'd like you to do. We are uh, we are in increasing uh, trouble, and you know it, and I know it. Uh, yesterday, the Saudis went after, or two days ago, the Saudis went after the price of oil. That is going to drive the price of oil up. It also screwed with anybody who was... Um, speculating on oil there's just so many things that could go wrong um and we know that china is putting together a coalition to get off the u.s dollar chaos could happen quickly and you might need to be at home for a while and maybe supply lines break down i hope none of this happens but you don't have to worry about it if you have you know a food kit from my Patriot Supply. Right now, you can get $200 off their popular three-month emergency food kit that comes with 2,000 calories a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, all of it. You can get this now, $200 off. Get one for each member of the family. Do not put it off any longer. Tomorrow may be a day too late. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. 
the Glenn Beck Program. So Stormy Daniels, it is. <laughs> I mean, the research continues, boys. Yes, and girls. I mean we have to know. So was she just a porn star, or because I mean she was in the world famous Space Nuts? She oh that was her. Yeah, it was. I, I that thought was her, I which is her from Space Nuts, which is a mm-hmm. kind of um, less high less highbrow uh, uh, Mel Brooks movie <laughs> wow yeah yeah um yeah she so. had actually a bit of a crossover career before she was known for the trump stuff she was in uh she was in a couple of the judd apatow yeah movies. 40 year 40 year old virgin and knocked virgin. up i think yeah. she was in yeah. so she had a little bit of a you know they this this is something that was attempted routinely by yeah quote-unquote porn stars uh right. that cro- tried to cross over and they would generally play uh, women th- without clothes on in regular movies. <laughs> it's a real stretch. Real stretch. Well, it's like Shakespeare in yeah, comparison to what you were doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right, more in just a second. Um, we are going to talk to a man who knows uh, the uh, Southern District of New York, knows the uh, district attorney, and knows the law. We have him coming up next to tell us the Glenn Beck program about the indictment. Time to change up the way you buy meat. It just keeps going up and up and up and up in grocery stores. Um, You're not even getting American meat most of the time. This is a problem. GoodRanchers.com can solve that. Real American meat. And when you subscribe, you're going to lock your price in. Meat's going to continue to go up. If if things that uh, look like they're happening happen, um, you're really going to want to lock your price into everything you possibly can now with uh, american meat coming from good ranchers you get that a locked in price plus they're going to give you free bacon for a year that's a 240 dollars value right now and uh you'll get a pound and a half of it with every single box that comes in every month it's goodranchers.com goodranchers.com get 20 dollars off use the promo code glenn You'll get free bacon, great meat, a secure price. It's GoodRanchers.com. Promo code Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. All right. The indictment is coming down today. Uh, Donald Trump is turning himself in, going to be arraigned. 
uh, this afternoon. We should know more on what Michael Isakoff is leaking as 34 uh, charges, apparently 34 felonies uh, today going to be charged against Donald Trump. We will find out all about it, but I want to do uh, some speculation because that's as best as you can get right now. Ed, what does this look like? Um, are they going to be able to gag order the president? Is that even right? How does all of this work? The guy who really knows is a, a dear friend and just a guy who has been by our side for a long time explaining things. Andrew McCarthy. He is the National Review contributing editor and Institute senior fellow. He is also the former chief assistant U.S. attorney. So he's been around the block a few times. We will ask him what's going on in 60 seconds. If I handed you a blindfold, then ask you to put it on and walk down a dangerous street at night with your car keys in one hand and your wallet in the other, would you take me up on that? I'm guessing no. Why? Because yes, there is a little bit of common sense remaining in this country. But being online without protection from cyber criminals, it's kind of the same thing and nobody pays attention to it. Everything we do is online these days. And if you don't have somebody watching your back, it could spell real trouble. Get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock. Top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com, promo code BACK. Andy McCarthy is uh, here with us. Hi, uh, Andrew, how are you, sir? Glenn, I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, good. I mean, if you listen to the press, it's a... It's a somber and sad and a sobering day. And it is all of those things. I just don't believe they believe that. Um, can you give us a, some idea of what today is going to look like? Well, I, it's going to look like the beginning of a process that <clears throat> I think is being misdescribed in the press because we're, we're kind of a, a step behind uh, what they're explaining to you. And the reason this is supposed to be a sad and somber day in the, uh, in the theater before us is that this is the beginning of the criminal uh, justice process where someone is brought in and arraigned on a set of formal allegations known as an indictment. And that begins the formal process of a criminal case. But I think Glenn, just as Alvin Bragg um, would be better understood uh, by the public as an elected progressive Democrat than as a law enforcement official, you know, back in the back, probably a, a decade ago, it was still the case, even in Manhattan, that if you were to campaign as someone who was whose agenda was to put the uh, the law enforcement power of the office in the service of a, a partisan agenda to go after one particular nemesis of the party, that would have been disqualifying. Now it's what's expected in Manhattan. And this process is not really in the end. It's not about whether 
they can take a trifling case, and it really is trifling. It's a case Bragg would never bring against anyone else. But it's, it's not whether they can bring a trifling set of allegations and prove them and Donald Trump is found guilty or not guilty. This is about making the process the penalty. This yes. is about um, making this as financially prohibitive, emotionally wrenching, and personally humiliating as they can for Trump. And it's, it's kind of the, the criminal justice system version of the, of the Kavanaugh confirmation hearing. It's, it's to create an interorum effect, um, which conveys to conservatives and, and Trump supporters and anyone else who opposes this Bolshevik left that this is what we've got for you uh, if you dare to oppose us. And that's what this is really about. It's not so much a criminal justice process, which is... You know, we can go through the nuts and bolts of that, but we should acknowledge, I think, what's really happening here. So can you this because now, I mean, you can indict a ham sandwich is the old saying, um, but it's got to go to a jury and got to go through a trial now. Do you think you can get a fair trial in Manhattan for Donald Trump? I think if the if the court were fair, um the answer to that would be yes. I mean, I, I tried terrorists in the 1990s in that same little half square mile area of Manhattan, only eight blocks away from where they had bombed the World Trade Center. And, you know, terrorists weren't uh, were very unpopular, obviously, with New York juries. But no one who looked at that case didn't think that we got a fair jury for it. But if the process is rigged, that you know, we got a fair jury because the process wasn't rigged. We had a we had a fair judge. We had a you know due process of law. Um, the question is 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 the court going to be as rigged against Trump as the DA is? If that's the case, then you know it's already over. How is this possible? How how did this? I mean, it it, it is it's stunning. I think to most Americans to see what's happening in Washington D.C. with our court system, what's happening in New York with our court system. Um, it's one thing for the DA. It's another to have the the court system so far gone on politics. Well, it's really a reflection, Glenn, of, of what's happened in the culture. And, and the reason I, I can say that with confidence is in the federal system, uh, judge, uh, judges and district attorneys uh, who are U.S. attorneys in the federal system – they're not elected officials. They're appointed by the president. In theory, the, the uh, credentials for those kinds of positions are that you will uphold the rule of law without fear or favor. You won't use your power as a partisan weapon. And we have them vetted by the Senate, at least in theory, to make sure that they're the kind of people who won't do that. That's not what we have in the, in the state system. These positions are elected positions. And at a certain point, the... the um, wellsprings of, of funding on the progressive mm. left. George Soros's name is mentioned all the time, but he's hardly uh, the only figure who's Correct. of importance here. But they realize that, you know, in these one-party blue cities, DA's positions, there virtually was not a campaign at all for them. They were decided by the party bosses, like who would fill the slot. They're not competitive races. They were five-figure campaigns at best and probably in the low five figures so these guys realized they could come in with you know six seven figures of funding blow away the competition install their own 
uh, progressive prosecutors into these slots. Uh, and that's real power. You know, it's one thing to take over the courts or to take over a legislature. They're kind of slow moving institutions. But if you're a prosecutor, you have real instant power. You can decide who gets charged, who doesn't get charged. Doesn't matter how aggressive the police are. Uh, it's up to the prosecutor what happens to these cases. So if you get a progressive ideologue in that kind of a position with no effective political check on him, that's real power, and that's what's happened in these uh, in these municipalities. So tell me about what you know about the case. Um, I mean, uh, we have heard that this is uh, about Stormy Daniels, but that is something that the FEC passed on, uh, the uh, federal system passed on, the statute of limitations is over, and it's a misdemeanor, and he has made it into a felony charge, and there are 34 felonies. That's what we've yeah. heard. What do you so, what do you think you know? Well, I think he's taking two transactions, which are these uh, hush money arrangements with two women who claim to have had uh, affairs with Trump in uh, around 2006 uh, and who were uh, paid off in different ways in the uh, waning weeks of the 2016 election when they're. Uh, extortionate leverage was highest to try to, uh, you know, get paid off to remain silent about uh, their past interaction with Trump. Uh, so this is all seven years old. That's when these non-disclosure arrangements were done. And I think the way they're getting 34 counts out of it, Glenn, is the kind of abuse of prosecutorial authority that they warn against in the Justice Department manual, where they tell you not to, not to stack up counts where it's not necessary. A lot of times, rogue prosecutors will try to camouflage with quantity the lack of quality mm. of the evidence of their case. And it's easy to do this. You know, if you and I were in a stolen, uh, let's say we're in a stolen property conspiracy, where we're going to try to transfer and steal stolen property. Mm. I hand it to you to say, Glenn, what do you think this is worth? And you hand it back to me after you've appraised it. And I said, well, take another look. And you know, by the time we've passed it back and forth eight times, each one of the times we hand it from one to the other is a, is a separate felony. Now, no one sensible ever charges it that way. There's just two of us and one set of stolen property. But you can see the mischief that can be made uh, by if you get hyper technical about what a say a distribution means. So what I think happened here is especially with with Stormy Daniels, this is the easiest one to explain. Uh, Michael Cohen lays out the money, and then they decide they're going to pay Cohen by making it look like he's getting paid legal fees rather than being reimbursed for a loan. Uh, so they decide to pay him over 12 installments. They have him submit an invoice, and then uh, Trump or someone in the Trump organization pays him a check. So what I imagine is with each individual payment, there's an invoice, there's a check, and there's some entry on the records. So just you know, based on what I, I, the example I just gave you, you can easily see where we could come up with 36 charges, right? Just, just from that, wow. even though it's all one scheme. So that's the kind of game they're playing here. And the idea, Glenn, is there's not much evidence here, but it's a subtle way of trying to convey to the jury that this guy must be a terrible guy because otherwise, why would the state have lodged 34 counts against Correct. him? Correct. Oh my God, he must be Nikki Barnes. So, so, um, when you look at these charges, first of all, is it illegal for Donald Trump to pay either of these women off? 
No. Non-disclosure agreements are a staple of civil litigation in the United States. They happen all the time. And that's not even immoral. I mean, what they were charging may have been immoral, but for him to pay them off, it's not immoral and it's not uh, illegal. It's Correct. a business transaction that happens all the time. Right. So what, what's going on is Bragg, in his mind, as a progressive Democrat, he has decided that uh, it can't possibly be that the Democrats ran an atrocious candidate against Trump. It must be that he stole the 2016 election. And the way he did it was by having these uh, dark uh, hush money arrangements, which he didn't disclose before Election Day. And that's why Mrs. Clinton was defeated. So this has to be pursued as wow. if it were a violation of the campaign finance laws. And mind you, Glenn, if it actually was a campaign finance expenditure, which I don't think it was as a matter of law, it, Trump wouldn't have had to disclose it, even if he considered it one until long after the 2016 election. So this whole thing is like left wing fantasy land. But that's what and we're. It, so wait a minute. So but they're trying to get him because he claimed it was uh, legal which seems more reasonable to me that it was illegal. You are taking and you are paying somebody and you're having your attorney have them sign a paper. So it's an illegal, it's, it's a legal expense. In, in my book, it would be much more than campaign. If he would have made a campaign uh, um, uh, expenditure, then he's using campaign money for personal uh, stuff. I mean, that would have been worse, wouldn't it? Yeah, they would have gotten him on that. This is, this is not one of these things where there's a way out. There's not. I mean, they get him coming and going. If he didn't disclose it, it's because he was uh, intentionally violating the campaign finance laws. And if he had disclosed it as a campaign expense, they would have said how outrageous it was that he would use campaign funds for something like this. So, yes, it's, uh, it's Kafka. You know, I mean, they just get him whichever way he goes. Giving... Um the other side, the benefit of the doubt, giving the prosecution, and I don't know if you can, but try giving them a benefit of the doubt. Is there any way you could make this case make sense without politics? No. Well, no, but, you know, to broaden the lens, uh, Bragg's agenda with respect to everyone who's not named Donald Trump is to not prosecute. Correct. So what we have in New York is we have very serious crimes, which are felonies, which which he either pleads down to misdemeanors or just as commonly doesn't prosecute at all. So the thought that anybody in New York would be prosecuted for misdemeanor falsification of records is is very hard to take because we have people committing serious crimes here who don't get prosecuted. So it's really hard to take the politics out of this, Glenn. Plus, you know, to, just to go back to the beginning, he's an elected official. He's not an appointed right. law enforcement official. He got elected promising to leverage his power against Trump. Okay, we're talking to Andy McCarthy. Hang on just a second uh, for one minute, Andy. I want to come back, and, and I want to talk to you about how does a misdemeanor become a felony, and then also... They're talking about a gag order, and I don't even understand how you could legally do that uh, to Donald Trump. But we'll we'll go back to Andy here in 60 seconds. Barbara lives in North Carolina. She's got a six-year-old Cocker Spaniel, shall we say, with eating issues, meaning she didn't want to eat anything. And on top of that, she has sleeping issue, issues. So double whammy.
But ever since she started using rough greens, everything has begun to change. Uh, he eats everything in the bowl, licks it clean, licks the residue off of her fingers. He's resting soundly and has a lot more energy. In short, he seems like a younger dog. Barbara, thanks for writing in. Thanks for telling us your experience. Rough Greens right now would like to send you a free trial bag just to see if your dog likes it. If your dog likes it, um, you're going to see big things on the horizon. Just get your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 10 seconds, station ID. Now, isn't the exact same thing that Donald Trump is accused of doing? Isn't it the same thing that Hillary Clinton was accused and convicted of doing or her campaign? In, uh, well, what he's formally going to be accused of is falsifying Trump Organization business records. And the way they get that into a felony is in New York, the misdemeanor can become a felony if the person was trying to cover up another crime by falsifying the records. So I don't even think they're going to be able to prove if it's a fair proceeding that there's a falsification of records, because for that, you have to show that the person acted with uh, an intent to defraud. And I don't see any intent to defraud here. There's nobody who was conceivably harmed by the way that they booked this thing. Well, but it's even more preposterous to say that he concealed another crime because the crime I think they want to point to is campaign finance violations, the failure to disclose this as a campaign uh, in-kind donation. And not only was it not one, but, you know, more to the point, when the New York statute talks about concealing another crime, what they're obviously talking about is a New York penal crime not a federal campaign finance crime. So I don't think that Bragg even has jurisdiction to, to enforce the federal craziness. campaign finance laws if there was a violation here, which I don't think there was. But didn't Hillary Clinton, um, wasn't she charged because of the Steele dossier? She marked it down as a legal expense. Isn't that the same, pretty much the same thing? Yes. In other words, misrepresenting what was an in-kind uh, campaign contribution as as legal right. fees. That's exactly right. Yes. Correct. And so she paid a fine, and it's a misdemeanor. Glenn, that's the other thing here. Nobody gets nobody gets prosecuted for uh, for these campaign finance violations. The Obama campaign in two thousand eight had like a record. I don't I don't remember. It's like two and a half million dollar violation they paid a three hundred thousand dollar fine the last person prominently who was uh, prosecuted for one of these things john edwards the, cl- the case was a disaster and it, it, this is actually an amusing bit because you know for bragg to win uh he has to show that trump not only knew that he had committed a campaign finance violation but that he acted with that in mind in falsifying the records I don't know how he could have known this was a campaign finance violation, putting aside that it wasn't uh, when in the Edwards case, there's two federal bureaucracies that regulate this, the Justice Department and the Federal Election Commission. 
they disagreed on whether it was a campaign violation. The FEC said no. The Justice Department prosecuted it. And then the judge looked at it and said, well, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. He let Jeez. it go to the jury, and the jury said no. So who who knows what a campaign finance Unbelievable. Is Andy, I don't I don't know if you have time, but if you do, I'd like to hang hang uh, hold you over for the next break here in a couple of minutes, because I do want to okay. get into his attorney and also what can they do? Can they silence Donald Trump? Can you hang out for a few? Yes, yeah, sure. Great. Andy McCarthy, Andrew McCarthy, uh, former U.S. prosecutor, knows this like the back of his hand. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, it's finally the end of the day. No more cares. No more worries. Everybody's in bed. Lights have finally gone out. And you are there watching the ceiling fan. You're like, I got to get some sleep. I got to get some sleep. And it just gets worse and worse as it doesn't come. Well, um, staring at the ceiling fan does not help, but relief factor sleep just might. The regular relief uh, that you will find in relief factor sleep is tremendous. It's 100% drug free, so it never spaces you out. You never feel it in your system, even when you take it. And especially when you wake up, you just don't feel it. You feel like you've just had a healthy night's sleep. It works. Unleash the power now of a great sleep. All natural. Feel refreshed and rejuvenated in the morning. It's Relief Sleep from the makers of Relief Factor. Relief Sleep. Get it now. 800, the number four, Relief. 800, the number four, Relief. Or Relief Sleep at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. More with Andy McCarthy next. Indictment's coming down. Uh, President Trump's going to be leaving his, uh, his uh, apartment at the Trump Tower in a little while. And uh, head to the arraignment in Manhattan court. Andrew McCarthy is with us. He is um, he's an amazing guy. When it comes to stuff like this, he's got it all locked up. You can watch the uh, McCarthy Report, the podcast, or listen to it. The McCarthy Report podcast. All of his work um, is, uh, uh, is fantastic on this and more. All of his work is up at nationalreview.com. And you can follow him on Twitter at Andrew uh, C. McCarthy. Um, so, Andy, tell me about um, the representation that Donald Trump has. Does he have a serious attorney? Yeah, he's got good lawyers in New York, Glenn, and, and he added a, an experienced uh, former prosecutor, white-collar defense lawyer who's very good, was added to the team uh, yesterday. And this is a business records case in the end, so it's good to have somebody who knows the nuts and bolts of how you make a case like that and how you dismantle it. Okay, um, and there's talk about um, Trump saying things and them charging him um, with additional uh, crimes if he's speaking out against the district attorney. I have heard that there's a possible gag order from the judge. Is any of that possible with a presidential candidate who's currently running? Yeah, I don't think that there's a constitutional case for any gag order on Trump. Now, there's a long tradition, Glenn, that judges can 
gag the lawyers in cases before them because as a part of the privilege of practicing before a bar, you surrender some of your rights and also to get discovery in the case. You, you know, you have to comply with the judge's directives. But Donald Trump is not a volunteer. He's being dragged in, uh, you know, against his will, obviously, on this. Uh, so it's not like he agreed as a as a price of participating in this process to surrender any of his rights. Uh, and this is one of the the, uh, you know, million awful things that we're going to have to deal with where you have this intrusion of law enforcement process into electoral politics, which should never happen unless there's a really serious crime uh, supported by convincing evidence. Every day we're going to come up against uh, some question of how this criminal process inhibits somebody who's trying to run for office, which he's got a right to do. But it's, it's particularly untoward, I think, Glenn, for this to happen in New York. And I don't mean to sound like a broken record on this, but they have chosen in this state to make their criminal justice system infused with electoral politics. They elect the district attorney. It's a political process from the beginning. So the idea that Bragg, after, after politicizing this thing the way he's done, he can now file an indictment and now everybody's got to behave and act like this is all controlled by due process rules after he spent like months and over a year poisoning the jury pool. Now Trump has to shut up uh, because we're worried about tainting the jury pool. I mean, it's, that's preposterous. Ridiculous. Um, all right. Last question. How do you see this working out in the end? If the case is presided fairly um, by the judge, then this case should be thrown out on the papers long before it ever gets to trial. I is, think the statute of limitations. Isn't I'm that sorry. horrifying, Andrew, that, that you have to say that if this case is fairly adjudicated well, in America? Glenn, Glenn, if you would talk, if we had had this conversation three weeks ago, I, I would have said, um, if the district attorney faithfully executes his office, then Trump will never be charged. Right. Now we're on to the next phase, right? It's crazy. Just crazy. Andrew, thank you so much. We uh, look forward to um, hearing your uh, uh, your words on, on exactly what things mean as soon as you can take a look at them. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Glenn. You bet. Make sure you're following Andrew McCarthy. He'll have great stuff out on it today, I'm sure. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew C. McCarthy. He's not a guy that always falls the way I expect him to fall either. I mean, he yeah. he, he is um, very, very fair on on all of it and, and speaks his mind. And you said he, earlier he knows this like the back of his hand. That is absolutely true. I and mean, this is just he knows every little bit of how all of the intricacies work here. And it's tough because at times you kind of boil this down to, well, this just feels unfair. Like the, the, the statute of limitations obviously is over. This is ridiculous. It's interesting to hear how far they have to stretch to get this done. And he really laid that out. I thought really well uh, there. I, I, it's, it really is one of those situations where the last few years, I think the only thing that is held has been the courts. Right? Like, it feels like so many things have been overturned. So many things have gone the way that is not the, the, how our foundations ha were intended. I, I think local and state courts have been dicey. I think you're yeah, getting that. I know. Yeah, I think you're getting that feeling because of the Supreme Court. I know, but that yeah. that is the courts. That's the system holding. 
Yes, right? the Supreme it's the Court, only one. It's the only thing. I mean, we've had other good decisions as well. But it feels like there's been a lot of things that have gone down these roads. You know, like the, you know, like the... Um, uh, the uh, the eviction ban. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. They, they just threw this out there and just like, wait a minute, there's no way the president can do this, right? right? And it got all the way there to the Supreme Court and the last, the last line of defense said, okay, no, he can't do that. And that's the only thing holding. Yes. And I feel like we're at, this is really where we are. The system, we can't say that the system has been overturned because this is only part of the system. Alvin Bragg is part of the system, but as a whole, the system is designed to overturn things like this. Mm-hmm. It's you, you're supposed to be able to have enough checks and balances to have it so that one random guy who wants to make a name for himself and please his uh, donors um, can't get away with overturning presidential candidates. And man, I don't know. We are we are near that that line. I really hope the system holds again. I, I think I think it will in this case. I'm not as certain in some of the others, but this one I think is so completely ridiculous and so obviously over the line mm-hmm. that I think the courts will stop this eventually. But, you know, they're yeah, going to that, drag them through hell before yeah, that. that'll be a year. Yeah, and that'll it may very year. well be after the primary or yeah. after the election yeah. before we actually see this overturned. Just crazy. Um, all right, I want to remind you that uh, this summer I am going to show you um, history like you haven't seen before. It is truly a breathtaking uh, collection. We're taking just a a bit of the collection, 12,000 square feet of American history from the artifacts to the, uh, to the, the actual uh, pieces of history that mean something from an Enigma machine to uh, a French revolution guillotine uh, to the first electric chair, to Abraham Lincoln's clothing uh, that he was wearing in the night of Ford's Theater. I mean, it's it's a huge, huge collection, and we're taking it on the road to two places. The first one we announced a couple of weeks ago, and you can get your tickets now at unitedwepledge.org slash tickets unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. It is happening the week before uh, the 4th of July through the 4th of July. So the week before and uh, through 4th of July, and it is happening in St. George, Utah. It is right there at all the national parks and everything else. If you'd like to spend 4th of July or the week before 4th of July with us, get your tickets. There's all kinds of things that are happening uh, for the blueprints of freedom, it's uh, Liberty Week, and uh, all kinds of stuff happening in the city. We would love for you to attend. Just go to unitedwepledge.org/tickets. Kind of excited when you get to see something uh, old in a new way. Fine example of this is the windows in your home. When you get new window treatments from Blinds.com. You will see what I mean. It makes a huge difference in the way that your home looks. Blinds.com, the easiest way to get the job done. And I mean easy to the point where you can be, you know, sitting outside on your hammock, uh, taking a snooze and, and sipping some iced tea and just let everybody else deal with it after you've clicked installation and checkout. You can also do it yourself with the uh, help of 
picking everything out if you want. One of their design experts, that's all free. They'll help you decide the best selection, everything from classic shutters to outdoor roller shades and a whole lot more. It's blinds.com. They've covered over 25 million windows and counting. And you can rest easy with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop blinds.com. Right now, you'll save up to 45% off selected products. 45% off selected products at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. As we uh, look, there's not a gigantic crowd um, uh, around the uh, the halls of justice in New York. There are people that are gathered uh, around. I, I, you know, I, I, I urge you to stay calm and know exactly who is by your side. I, I think January 6th, if it taught us one thing. Uh, it taught us that the people who always chant no justice, no peace mean for us, no peace, no justice. Uh, and so be very, very, very careful uh, and know who you are aligning yourself with and uh, keep your eyes peeled uh, and always, always walk towards peace and justice. Yeah, because if you do anything else, uh, you're going to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Correct. Because you don't support abortion and you don't support Correct. high taxes and you don't support socialism. So you're going to lose uh, if you if you try to do any of that. And by the way, like I we obviously don't support it for a hundred other reasons, but anything out of line with the law is going to get you in trouble when you will watch your political opponents burn down cities and walk away free. Yep. That is how this society works right mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. you should know it going in. You might think it's wrong, but you better understand what the rules are. Right. And those are the rules right now. And there are ways to um, have your voice be heard. Yeah. Things you can totally. do. The most important thing you can do is make sure that your district attorney in your city that your city council, everything else, your school board is locked up tight. You need to pay attention locally because that's where they're attacking locally. So, um, you know, just just button everything up and you can be vocal on Twitter and, and everything else. If you feel you need to show a presence, which I think, you know, it's only the right thing to do for Donald Trump. To show, you know, support for him. He has gone through an awful lot uh, and he's only going through this because he dared to stand up to them and they want to teach everybody a lesson. Donald Trump is pretty good at defending himself. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no, But I mean, you know, I would like him to know that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're with you. Thank you. For sure. Let me ask you this. Do you think we're going to see. Any rioting, clashing, violence no. around today? No. No. I mean, I'm obviously just asking you to predict the future here. This isn't the way you could know. Yeah, and I and I have no idea, but I just don't know. F- I mean, what about opposition 
protesters coming in and there, there's a big uh, banner that has been unfurled in the streets that says trump lies all the time like those people are out today they're planned to be there they've prepared with giant banners i mean could you see something where there's clashing going from one side and one side fights back are you worried about that today always but i don't think that i mean i just i hope we're not dumb enough to walk into that trap mm-hmm. You know, maybe we are, but I, I just, I don't see it. Turning uh, the other cheek is not easy. It's something that had to be specifically encouraged. In, in a big uh, it's book. something that uh, people that march with Martin Luther King uh, mm-hmm. had a very hard time yeah. holding, but they did. I mean, they they had attack dogs and, and fire hoses and rubber bullets, and they did not respond. When that, when that group of people shows up, that's when I'd feel comfortable marching. Um, but you've got to be in a different, a completely different mindset. I want to remind you that this is uh, Holy Week. Uh, we have uh, Good Friday happening, also Passover this Friday, and Easter on uh, Sunday. And I would like to ask you, I, I, I think there is a, I think there's a very good case that um, America is just possessed. I mean, we are just possessed. There is real evil in our country. And, uh, you know, it's it's worshiping ancient gods and it's evil. And there's no way to break this. Uh, you know, according to, you know, Jesus, I think it's in Matthew 14, maybe nine. Um, uh, he talks about, you know, trying to the apostles trying to order a demon out of somebody couldn't get it done. And Jesus says, cause you haven't fasted and prayed. The only way to break this is through fast and prayer. So I would really like to invite you to join me on fasting and praying and telling everybody you can to join us fast and pray for the breaking of evil in our country. And, uh, you know, some divine providence to break our way. And if you don't know how to fast, Look up in Isaiah 58, uh, 4. He talks about, you know, the, the people are fasting and it's and God's not, you know, responding. And so they ask God and he says, well, your fasts lead to quarreling and fighting, lashing out with violent blows. Yeah, that's probably he's probably saying that to the women who are like, I'm hungry. And they get hangry and it's ugly. He says, that's not a fast. If the object is to hang your head like a reed and spread sackcloth and ashes under yourself, not a fast. Here's what I want. Releasing those unjustly bound, untying the thongs of the yoke, letting the oppressed go free, breaking every yoke, sharing your food with the hungry, taking the homeless poor into your home, clothing the naked when you see them, fulfilling your duty to your kinsmen. That's how you fast. It's not just a diet. It's not just eating or not eating. Uh, It's prayerfully sacrificing and doing the things that are our duty towards our kinsmen. Join me, will you? And spread the word this Friday, a fast and prayer for our nation. The Glenn Beck Program.
What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're right, this is a somber moment uh, for America. It is a solemn time for America. It's really a surreal moment. It will be a solemn and somber moment. But I do think that um, it is a somber day that we're seeing a former president, um, you know, criminally charged, but it's a reminder that no one's above the law. Love or loathe Donald Trump, it's a sad day for America. Well, you know, it's obviously a somber moment and it's a, it's a sad moment. How would you counsel people uh, that we're looking at a moment that we ought not be celebrating because it's a sad moment. Eric Swallow issued a statement calling the indictment, quote, a somber day for America. Adam Schiff, who was one of the managers who led Trump's first impeachment trial, told MSNBC's Rachel Maddow last night that the indictment marks a sad and sobering day. You called uh, Trump's indictment a solemn day uh, for our nation. As of tonight, it's a sad moment, but the president of the United States, the former president, is not above the law. Wow. It is a uh, a sobering and somber and surreal and s- sad and spaghetti sort of day. I uh, just looking for another S word. Well, you missed solemn. Solemn. Mm-hmm. Solemn day, too. Mm, thank solemn. And, uh, and slalom. Slalom. It's all it's like downhill slalom from here. downhill. So <laughs> here's a sponsor this half hour. <laughs> it's real estate agents I trust. The sun is setting on your first day in the new house. All that paperwork, all that labor, all that time and energy spent in the process of moving your family from one location to another, finally over. And as you sit there on the couch with your arm around your spouse, you look around and you think, wow, how much easier has the process been? Because we had an amazing real estate agent. And where the hell is he now? Because we have all these boxes to unpack. Why can't he show up now? He made everything else so easy. Did I go off the rails? Look, here's the thing. I want you to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They're probably not going to help you pack or unpack. I don't know. They might. Uh, These are the best of the best. They're the people that have the highest of uh, standards and integrity and people that we have vetted to make sure that it'll be a right fit for you. If you're looking to move across the street or across the country, we have you covered. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find the right real estate agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Wow, the protesters are there, Stu. Donald Trump's not there. Donald Trump's not there. He's going to be leaving soon, very soon. Uh, He's getting ready to leave. And... uh, I can't wait for him to get ready to leave. What a moment that will be. What a solemn, sad, saddening. Salty kind of day. Salty kind of day. It is. Uh, Is there part of you that, because part of me, like, we all know the real serious parts of this, but like, it's also just fun to watch Donald Trump completely with a remote control manipulate the media to do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. Like, Here's the thing. There's no doubt in my mind he wins. No matter. He could be in prison, but he will win. You know what I mean? There's no doubt. He is very good at this. And, Mm -hmm. And of course, they're playing along with it as well. I mean, look, if Donald Trump didn't want... 15 helicopters above his head as he drove from Mar-a-Lago and then from the, you know, to, from the airport to Trump Tower. 
He could have called NetJets and said, right. hey, I'm going to take a plane, not the Trump plane, right. but a separate plane, and we're going to leave at 11.15 p.m. the night before. We're going to fly mm-hmm. through the night, and then we're going to get off, and we're gonna be, we'll be at Trump Tower before anyone wakes up. There is a 100% chance that someone within the Donald Trump camp told all the media the exact time he was leaving so oh, they yeah. could all be up there and watch him oh, go yeah. because Donald Trump wants that. He knows this is his game to play Since? and he is literally programming every major news network today oh, he, the, he is so he does this better than anybody he I, i'm telling you i'm telling you the media should charge him rent <laughs> he's living in their head all the time yeah, and they of all course, the time act like they are sad and so somber no it's a sad and somber and, and sobering sobering sobering, it's a sobering somber solemn not a solemn sad day it is and they act that way and then they also act like they don't like it which of course they do they want they know this is going to bring in the ratings they know people are going to be hate watching it they know people are going to be tuning in and they're happy and they're happy they, and of course, they, they believe you know like stalin did Show me the person and I'll find the crime. Yep, they want to see this guy get in trouble. And of course, they also, I think, and this is the part that is highly questionable on their behalf because they've already been burned by this philosophy, but they they want Trump to win this primary. They want Trump to be the guy that Joe Biden faces because they think they can beat him. And they've been burned by that belief before. Yeah, but so have we. We, we, I mean, How? Biden. Uh, you want Biden because he's beatable? No, Biden was mm-hmm. the one that uh, beat Trump. And, you know, in 16, okay. they were like, yeah, yeah, we want him for Hillary. Uh, because Hillary will and kill him, burned. and mm-hmm. they got burned. Oh yeah, and no, then I, we felt, how can you lose to this guy? And the 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 answer is cheating. But but uh, <laughs> but you know, but I don't know but, how it's going to come out this time. If you if you listen to their telling, this is how they see the story. 2016, one. This is really what they believe. Crazy Russian hacking, probably. Uh, you know, uh, he didn't tell anybody about the Stormy Daniels thing. That would have changed things. Uh, and we focused too much on the Hillary email scandal. And that was just a quirky thing. And it was before people knew what Trump would be like as a president. Yeah, and, and, and we this gave is, him too much airtime. And we gave him too much airtime, which, again, is a strange thing that they seem to be doing again this time. But then what they see as what, again, I'm not endorsing this narrative, but their narrative is in 2018, um, people saw Trump in office. And a bunch of the candidates he recommended lost. We were able to have more success in 2018 than we expected. 2020, we understood the Trump playbook. We knew how to beat him. We did. We went out there and we got it done. 2022, Trump's candidates got beat up pretty badly in in the election. They performed, I think the the stat is five points behind non-Trump endorsed Mm -hmm. uh, candidates. And we have a playbook. We know how to beat this guy. Even with our terrible president who's doing a terrible job, we can beat this guy. What's their plan to beat Ron DeSantis? You saw it with Charlie Crist. He lay off by 19 points in Florida, uh, which was used to be a swing state, and in the previous election was a 0.4% difference. Now, that I'm not saying they're right on that analysis because there's a lot of variables here. And if they truly believed... That Donald Trump was a unique threat to democracy. Surely they would not be doing what they're doing. Surely they would not be doing what they're doing. Because if you put anybody in a two-person race, either side can win. 
We are in a remember what's the biggest blowout election over the last I don't know in this era of partisanship probably McCain Obama right yeah. Obama blew out McCain that was you know what that what that margin was popular vote wise I want to say it was fifty three forty six okay these are not blowout elections we are not in an era of blowout elections and no, so and I and I don't know that's why I say I don't know how this one wins. Uh, I mean, th- this one ends up. I, d- I don't know if Donald Trump or uh, Ron DeSantis or anybody uh, is a blowout. by any- You could have unemployment and uh, depression happening, and I'm not sure Joe Biden is beatable I, I mean- because of the system and the way our, our mentality is right now. Yeah. Everybody's just like, bad, bad, right. they're good. Right. They're bad, yeah. and they they're not thinking at all. I mean, we're we're in an era where basically forty six percent is the fl- is the floor for either one of these two parties, right? So you're talking about a really small, narrow window for either side to win. They think they can do it because they believe in the middle there that eight percent that might decide an election. At least five percent of those people will never vote for Donald Trump. Now they may be very wrong on that. But that is what they believe, and that's, it explains the way, what, the way they're handling this. They want to elevate Trump in the primary because they think they can beat him. They may very well be wrong on that, but that is what they believe. And they also hate his guts, of course. All that's true, too. I mean, they hate his guts. They, they want him to be in physical, mental anguish, whatever they can. I mean, this is, this is going to be amazing because this, this is only one of five He's got five yeah. cases going against him right now. Yeah, and the others, the others are varying. Like you've got, you've got a tax situation, which you know uh, is not at all sexy, right? Like there's no. not much you know going on there. You have the the documents one, which I believe to be the the absolute least interesting and least impactful. Everyone's like, oh, these documents. The guy was already president of the United States. He already saw all of these documents. It's not like he's stealing information. The fact that he's storing them in a place you didn't like might be a minor violation of... Well, we uh, know it's a minor violation because everybody seemed to have them. Yeah, I know. Everyone seems to have them. I mean, the only ones in America that don't have them are you, me, and the listener. I have three. Okay, so it's just you and me right now. Yes, yes. (laughs) You know, Stu's got them, so it's you and me. So, like, you have that. Then you have the two January 6th, or election-related. You have the January 6th major one about all of it with the riots and all that other stuff that they're trying it's not to get gonna go on. anywhere hard to believe especially watching the the you know committee which was a yeah. joke and it was a joke and you have the georgia one which is potentially more interesting if you're if you're a person who on the left who wants to take out trump just because you have the combination of brag right where you have a local sort of person mm-hmm. going through this and can kind of take a lot of liberties that you might not take at the national level and you have you know you have a phone call you have probably a lot of text messages they have of people exchanging information in a chaotic time who knows what was said by who they've already said basically they're gonna they're gonna indict some people in that the 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 four the four the, the jury is like coming out doing interviews about it yeah so i mean that one you could I definitely couldn't wait to get trump yeah. we were just waiting oh to yeah get trump totally. i mean it's crazy it's crazy just so crazy all, the, the the smaller this stuff gets in some ways the more realistic it gets because you get people who are local prosecutors who don't care right about a lot of these you know traditional 
um, walls that have been put up to stop this type of behavior. They'll just do it anyway to heighten their own profiles. So I think those should would, would should worry him more. But the bottom line is, like, when you get into their, their bet is you had a really close election in 2016 that Trump squeaked out. In 2020, you had a really close election that Biden squeaked out. Since 2020, you've had January 6th, you've had uh, an impeachment that didn't go anywhere, but still was an impeachment. A lot of people hear that as, as bad. You have, you're going to have multiple indictments that have come down against him. And, you know, the fact that he's talking still a lot about the 2020 election is not going to necessarily win over a lot of people who were undecided or on the fence in the 2020 uh, back and forth. So you're just, that's the formula they see. And that's the reason why they, they believe a, a battle between Trump and Biden is one they can win. And look, I think that is really, really risky for them. Especially when you know that we are headed towards economic instability. Yeah. I mean, you had an economic firestorm in all of this, and Trump will look like the businessman that he is, and he'll remind people, (laughs) do you remember what it was like? It's a great point. It was like when I was in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they screwed it up. I fixed it. We'll fix it again. And this the main reason I think it's important to highlight this is the disingenuousness of this idea that they believe he's some unique threat to democracy. And they're so patriotic they have to stop him. They would if be doing they the same thing. That, they he, would not be doing this. If he dropped dead today, they would take all of those words mm-hmm. and just add... Take take Donald Trump out and add Ron DeSantis. And they would say the other words, two words they would add is even worse. Even worse. Even worse than Trump. Even worse. That Ron DeSantis is even when they've already they already started it when they thought DeSantis yep. was was going to win. Um and or was starting to become competitive. And he's not even in the race yet. They're still already saying it. And if DeSantis wins, <laughs> they will unite around the message that he is worse than Trump. None of this means anything to them. None of it means anything. These are all lies. And they are continuing to go down this road, making calculations about this. I mean, they are telling you the entire country is going to collapse if Donald Trump is president. And they are acting with every ounce of their being to get him through the primary. Why? If they actually cared about the country or believed that, then they wouldn't be doing this. But they, of course, don't care about the country or and or don't believe that Donald Trump is some unique threat to democracy. Well, he's not the threat that Mitt Romney was. Right. And then mean, who was the worst guy ever before, yeah, you know, George W. Was, Bush or right. before McCain and then Bush and then it going back. And the only one I worse. ever agree with them on is Mitt Romney. <laughs> so let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Goldline. Uh, law of nature on how money in society works. When you're in an economic tailspin and headed full speed towards what looks like a very hard patch of concrete, That's when precious metals like gold begin to appreciate a whole lot and very fast. Um, I had somebody yesterday ask me, so you believe in gold or silver? And I I told him, I said, I I can't tell you because um, all of my precious metals uh, is in the bottom of a lake right now. I had a bad boating accident. But uh, if I were to buy some... uh, I would buy some silver as well as gold, because if this really gets bad, I mean, CNBC is now saying gold prices will rise between twenty five and twenty six hundred per ounce soon, soon. Once you get up in the three thousand, twenty five hundred, three thousand 
3,000 plus, it's crazy town. Okay, it's crazy town. How are you going to break if, you know, gold is $5,000 an ounce because everything is collapsed? Hey, uh, you've got a quarter ounce of gold. Can can you break 2,000? No. This is when I think silver is going to play a, uh, a big role. Get your hands on all of the information now. How do you protect yourself and your family? This week only, Goldline is offering one free one-ounce copper Mayflower round with every quarter-ounce Mayflower round that you acquire. For di- direct delivery to your home, just call Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, we're taking the uh, museum out. Uh, my collection, a part of David Barton's collection in Mercury One, the American Journey experience going on the road uh, this Fourth um, of July and Independence Weekend. It's going to happen from I think it's March twenty third or something like that. Just check. Uh, or sorry, not March. Um, May, June twenty third. Sorry. June 23rd uh, through July 4th. Just keep showing up on any 23rd. Yeah. Just see all the 23rds. Yeah. And it might not even be the 23rd. Okay. It's going to be around. <laughs> anyway, You're just check this. it out. What, yes. What, is Glenn a member of some large organization that celebrates radio history? There you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio Hall of Fame. Way to go, Glenn. You can only we think <laughs> you can only be inducted once. So why try anymore? Oh, Quite yeah, that's honestly. true. You don't have to try. Yeah, I don't have to try yeah. anymore. Yeah, you I can't just, reverse it at this point. You're already in. No, can't mm. kick you out. Uh, so anyway, unless you're Donald Trump, I think if he was in it, they would find a way yeah, to they kick would. him out. They would. Uh, anyway, just uh, get your tickets, make a plan with your family and join me. It's in St. George, Utah this uh, summer, and you can find the tickets at unitedwepledge.com. Uh, is it org? Is that what it is? Is it org? Oh, my gosh. You're an embarrassment. You are an embarrassment to this industry. <laughs> unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. Unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. There you go. <laughs> Shut up. There you Stop it. I'm going to... Oh my gosh! Hey, I'm listening to um, I'm listening to a, a book. Who's the guy that did the Shamita and uh, the Harbinger? Uh, Harbinger. What was his name? Khan. Yeah, Jonathan Khan. Yeah. So I'm I'm. Khan. Uh... <laughs> no, I think that was a different Khan. That was a different Khan. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm I've been listening to his book uh, lately, The Return of the Gods. It is really good. It is really, really good. And do you remember when we had the Eye of Moloch oh so many years ago? And um, I made the case in that book that we were worshiping the ancient gods. And I've been telling you that for a while. Well, he's put it all together. I mean, he's smarter than I am. And, you know, he, so he wrote a book about it. <laughs> um, but uh, he's put three gods together, this unholy trinity, that he claims that we are worshiping and I believe him uh, whether we know it or not, all of the rituals that go along with these three gods, terrifying. And we're doing all of them as a society. And uh, it's not good. It's going to, it's going to 
be suboptimal. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if you read that uh, the uh, uh, L.A. County Jail is they're thinking about just letting everybody go. Oh, good. Yeah. And I'm thinking. I'm interested to see how that works out for them. Mm, well, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be well. I kind of feel like that's what God's saying to us right now. Huh. Worshiping those three gods. Hmm. I'm interested to see how that works out for you. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Let me sip some tea with yeah, Kermit. Not really. Uh, it's suboptimal. Suboptimal is a good word for it. Uh, we're going to be talking about how America has fallen into evil. There's a new movie coming out called Nefarious. It has its premiere in Dallas here tonight. We're going to be going. And one of the stars who you may know from other TV shows and movies is going to be joining us. He started out as the young Indiana Jones in the Chronicles of Indiana Jones. The Glenn Beck Next. Program. A couple of questions for you. First question is, uh, if you're suffering from constant or frequent pain, how long you been going through that? Have you had enough? I'm sure you have. Months, years. And I know you've tried everything. You've gone to every doctor you listen to. Every, you've tried different things. And, you know, the only thing that works maybe doesn't really take away the pain. Just makes you care less. Because you're just like, yeah, I mean, I am in excruciating pain. But I don't really care all that much. How about getting your life back? Getting out of pain. I discovered, and when I say discovered, I mean my wife discovered and then forced me to take it. Well, it didn't force me. She just highly recommended it because she said, I won't listen to you whine anymore. And I'm like, you got to, that's what you do. Anyway, I got relief factor. I'm out of pain. May I highly recommend that you just try the three-week quick start. Try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. 70% of the people who do that find themselves ordering month after month because they're out of pain or great re greatly reduced please try it relieffactor.com 800 the number four relief and it's blaze tv.com slash glenn if you use the promo code glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv Execution scheduled for 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. And therefore incapable of being executed. I need you to prove he's faking it. Edward? I'm gonna ask you some questions. I'm not Edward. I'm a demon. Demons aren't really a thing. What happened to Edward? We own him. We? He's a master manipulator. You have your head so twisted around you think you're the killer. Not him. And give me something to make me believe you. Prove to me you're a demon. It's probably just a coincidence. I want to talk to the real Edward. Makes me do that. I can't stop him. I need you to see something. You got a fan. 
did the same thing with all his victims. Help me! I'm trying to, Edward, but you have to answer my questions. You have to tell me the truth. It won't let me! It can go away. It can go away. Yes? This is a trailer for the movie Nefarious. Uh, it uh, premieres tonight. It releases nationwide April 14th. Uh, it, it is uh, it is very, very powerful, especially with everything that is going on. I mean, I think evil has swept the country and most people don't recognize it. And that's kind of what this story uh, is all about. Sean Patrick Flannery is the guy who plays Nefarious and uh Sean, I just told you this off the air, and I mean this sincerely. I don't say this very often. Um, you deserve an Oscar for this role. I mean, it is, it's fantastic. Did you see Split by any chance, yeah. Stu? Okay, remember how great that was, yeah. when, and he played it so well. Mm-hmm. Even better here, and wow. uh, the dynamic range is remarkable. I mean, this movie pretty much takes place in one room. Uh, and you hold the audience riveted for 90 minutes. It's amazing. I really appreciate that. I yeah. do. Thank you. So um, you were in, in case people uh, uh, you know, don't recognize the name, Boondock Saints. Uh, he was in Suicide King, Simply Irresistible. Uh, he was in The Strip. He just played Gunpowder in The Boys. He's on Dexter. Uh, and, uh, and, and now he's in, uh, 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 Steve Dace's film, which is gotta be kind of, you have to say, wow, I've fallen really way off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I gotta say, you know, in, in my opinion, you know, the, these roles, you know, the director, uh, Chuck and Carrie, I, I worked with them for the first time in, in 2004 and, uh, they're, they're two of the most amazing writers I've ever worked with. And I told them. After shooting that film, I said, I would do a Fruit Loops commercial with you guys. And they, they called <laughs> me a year and a half ago, and they said, we have a Fruit Loops commercial. And I said, uh, I'm in. Put me in, coach. They sent so, me the script. And I, 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 to me, these roles are why you get into the business. These roles are why you move away oh, from yeah. home and that, get a roommate on Craigslist. That is like Craigslist. a lifetime kind of role, once in a lifetime kind of role, where you are 90 minutes. It's all based on your act. I've never seen an actor with the entire movie on his back. But that's the way this movie is because it's all about nefarious, which is uh, like the screw tapes letters uh, from CS Lewis. And you play a demon possessed individual. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, it's th- th- this, this to me, like I said, is, is why you move out. It's, it's uh and you know, I, I it, it's also a film that I, I stand behind. I think I think it's arguably the most, inarguably the most important film I've ever done. Oh, it's yeah. uh, you know, as a dad, as a father, it's uh, things that I firmly, stoutly believe in. And uh, it's really you know, it, back in the seventies when I was a kid, we had The Exorcist, and uh, you know that had a lot of special effects and everything else in it. This doesn't have any special effects, and it is as terrifying as as that was because it's it's real. And what you're doing is you're talking to this guy across the table in the prison before you're executed, 
and he's trying to either prove that you're insane or not. And you are, as the demon, you're excited to tell him all about it. And he doesn't believe it. He just doesn't believe that demons are real. Well, I, I think it's a little bit, you know, shocking, surprising, and also not surprising that, that what, what the devil would potentially say is that accessible. Uh-huh. You know, what he says, you completely understand. And it laid out in the way that they wrote the script. It completely makes sense in pursuit of what you would imagine Satan's goal would be. Right. And he's executing it flawlessly. And it is so when you pop back from the the body, the the soul of the guy that nefarious has taken um and you see the torture that that guy is in and will forever be in is my gosh it's just so powerful when you see him you know help me help me help me please and then back in the 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 character is kind of uh let out for just a you know, I, I don't know, it's a play thing or something. Well, you know, I, I figure there has to be brief glimpses of, of who the real person is, you know, interspersed with, you know, the display of Satan embodying this person. But, but, it, but you know, it, it starts in the writing. It, it honestly does. When, when things are written that well, it's, uh, it, it makes the process of, of acting just easy. Well, what's the filming like? Was it different than other movies? It was. It was very different. Um, you know, I think I think we initially had twenty twenty one days to shoot it. Uh, when we showed up, <clears throat> the first day there was protesters picketing outside about uh, some presumably some union issues, and uh, so yeah, so so they <laughs> really yeah I, protesters I, 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 for I union that. issues. Yes, ah. yes, yeah. Figure that out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they shut us down. And we just kind of, I was parked in my hotel for about five, six days and Chuck and Carrie called and they said, okay, you know, we're back, we're back up. They had to completely recrew. So they had to fly out a brand whole new crew. And then we ended up shooting everything that you see there. Um, at least at the table, I shot in eight days. Wow. It's, uh, and, and to make it, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, they said we can, we can get more days, but it'll push through Christmas. And I said, I have to be home my family on Christmas. So mm-hmm. let's load up the work days. Let's get it done so I can go home for Christmas Eve. I still hadn't bought my wife a present. You know oh, what I mean? Well, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a tradition that we go to Ace Hardware on Christmas <laughs> Eve and, and get her her robe and a lot of things. So I couldn't miss that, you know? So we, I mean, I think the first day we shot 17 pages of all dialogue at a table. And it had to be exhausting because this is, this is physical, even though you're not you know, standing up a lot of times, it had to just consume your energy. Yeah, you know, th- th- that kind of work does. You know, at, at the end of the day, memorization is, is you know, a- anybody can do it. It just requires homework. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have the discipline to do the homework, but, uh, you know, it, 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 th- there's so many aspects to, you know, bringing a character to life realistically. The least you can do, I think, is show up and know the words. <laughs> um, the least. Um, now, now, if I believe the words or not, that's, you know, subjective. But at the least I can do is show up and know the words. Um, but so it did require some homework on that end. But uh, 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 again, when the information is so relatable, it's easy to process it and make it permanent, for, for me at least, you know, and... and and everything did make sense. The way that they laid this story out, the way that he 
conveyed, you know, what his goal was, you know, citing scripture, etc. It's uh, it was it, 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 it was a it was a relatively easy process for me. It's interesting because it is a God movie, but unlike any God movie you've ever seen, this is just one that pretty much says, wake the hell up, wake up, because this is real and this is happening and you're being sucked into it and you have absolutely no idea. It's really, really effective. So um, any thought, was there any hesitation on taking a, a Christian film, if you will, on you know, I mean, you, you know, you're just in uh, uh, The Boys, not exactly a Christian film. Uh, are you worried about being associated with something like this for your career? Uh, I, I, not to the point that would stop me from doing it. You know, I, at my core, I have to be true to myself. Um, I think it's important film. I think it's one of the, mo- the proudest I, 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 I'm more proud of this than you should be. probably think. I appreciate that. The 95% of uh, the other films I've done, are, that, that's an understatement, probably 99. And uh, I, I, I have to say that I, I wouldn't sleep at night if I passed on it for those reasons. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, I, I, th- throughout my career, I, I'm very lucky. I, I've, I've made a career out of doing films that mostly nobody sees. Um, and, uh, and, but, 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 but I haven't had to get a real job. And, you know, when I was eight years old, I threw papers. I worked for Alice Van Lines, moving pianos. I worked at Church's Fried Chicken. Um, I, I literally dug ditches. I put culverts under driveways. So I know what real work is. And this is certainly not real work, but, uh, I, I do understand the ramifications of being attached, uh, to a film like this, but it's, uh, it's part of my soul. It's, it's, uh, things that I believe in fairly strongly. And uh, I, I wish the best for everybody out there. Um, I, 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 I hope it, 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 it can potentially steer people in the right direction. I hope the message is received. And if, if, if the repercussions are you know, negative on me, then I, I'll, I'll take them. Deal with it. Yeah, I'll deal with it. Sean, thank you so much. Um, honestly, just tremendous, tremendous. It is it was uh, a privilege to watch you. It's rare that you get to see an actor get the right script and then just run with it. And it was convincing and real and beautiful. Just great job. Well, fr- from my heart, I appreciate that. Thank I really you. do. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, he is uh, he's the actor in Nefarious that plays Nefar- Nefarious is the role that you yes, play, sir. right? Yeah, Nefarious. Uh, what was the other guy's name that you play? Uh, he his Jordan <laughs> Belfi is the name of the actor. No, no, no. The other guy. No, no, no. The other guy that you play. Oh, Edward. Edward. That's Edward. Right. Yes, okay. sir. Yeah. Uh, Nefarious and Edward. He plays both of them in this. And it's it's really an amazing performance. Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, go to uh, get your tickets. It opens up April 14th. Who is nefarious dot com. Again, who is nefarious dot com. Well worth your time. Back in a minute. Here's something you might not have considered before. What if you uh, what if you're home? Your home uh, was your bank. I mean, I trust my home more than I trust my bank, so probably be probably be good. Of course, if my home collapsed, I don't think I'd get a bailout, but that's a different story. Um, if you are struggling 
with making payments for credit cards or anything else, please look at your home as a bank. There is a chance for you to refinance your mortgage and consolidate. Now, I know the interest rates are what five six percent now. If you would uh, re if you would consolidate your loans, however, if you are uh, up to your neck in credit cards, that's like twenty one percent. The average is now twenty to twenty one percent. You're never going to get out from behind the eight ball on that. Pay them off. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I know a lot of people in the country are like, Glenn, what are you talking about when you say evil is uh, taking over and is uh, everywhere? Uh, you're right. Here's a, uh, here's a teacher uh, talking about what she does in uh, school. She's very proud of this on TikTok. Go ahead. I teach in an explicitly trans-affirming high school. Um, we have gender support plans. We have a gender-affirming wardrobe at our school. We have binders on demand for our students and other shapewear can easily be ordered. Uh, we have students that express themselves in all manner of different ways. And I couldn't be prouder to work at a school that's so amazing. Right. I mean, I've got binders. You know, I like to. Not, uh, not, uh, these are different. The, these are different types of binders for yeah, women. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. These are these aren't the Mitt Romney kind. No, no, no. no. These are binding women in other ways. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and I think everybody should be proud of binders. You know, it's like I've always, I've always loved the uh, Chinese when they used to bind women's feet. Really? I no. It is. It's beautiful. It's mm. a beautiful. Uh, way to show you show people I love you um, and you can't run from me uh, I think it's I think it was beautiful back in those days you know back in the dark ages when they used to do that and I think it's beautiful when women are binding themselves now beautiful mm, yeah no it's 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 something as the teacher said it's something to be proud of you know anytime you can try to confuse a child out of their gender you should be proud of that effort. And, you know, that's why we support scientific-based gender-affirming care. Right. Well, it's not scientific-based. And, in fact, there's a real, I don't know it's if you It's not affirming, this. either. It's yeah. the opposite of affirming. Uh, the rest of the world is kind of going in another direction. Mm. I, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, but uh, they're not going in the same direction uh, as us. I, I don't know if you saw the... Uh, uh, the story of uh, Boston, you know, the hospital, the children's hospital in Boston, which just said just what a year ago. It's a big maybe? controversy. Yeah. yeah. We're not doing any of that stuff. Now they're saying we got to double our efforts on this. <laughs> what the? What happened? They're not even trying. Anymore. No, they're not. they're not. They're not. All right. We will uh, see you tomorrow on the big program show thing that we do and really honestly do so well we'll see you tomorrow the glenn back program